Hello, I'm Jess, and today we're talking about saying no, and in particular, feeling guilt-free while we do it. This is episode 54, and I'm so happy you're here. We all do it, right? We say yes to things that we don't actually want to do. We say yes to things that we feel we should be saying yes to, and these things, they might be requests, they might be requests on our time, They might be opinions, ideas. They might be our own inner narratives that we're saying yes to when actually we want to say no to that voice of doubt, that voice of disbelief. And so today I'm excited for us to riff on this, to really get under the skin of how we can shift our perspective on saying no, because I think it comes with a lot of guilt, right? Hence the sort of intro to this episode. I think We can feel guilty saying no. We can feel, who am I to say no to this or that or them? And actually that often means that we say yes and we spread ourselves too thin and then we don't actually want to do the things. We we give a little to a lot rather than give a lot to a little. Oh, that felt good, didn't it? That just came out of nowhere. And so that's what I want us to do today is really look at why are we saying yes when we want to say no? And then how do we shift our perspective of saying no so that we do it more often and we do it in service of what we want to be saying yes to? And as promised in last week's episode, I've also got a bit of an ABC that I've noticed I harness when saying no, when physically having to write an email that says no thank you or declining a request or actually having to say it in person to someone. So we're going to get to that. We're going to get to what we can do specifically to say no and feel like we've got it in our back pocket so we're never caught off guard and sort of accidentally say yes when we actually want to be saying no. Um, We're going to get to that. But first, let's look at why we struggle to say no. And as I reflect on my own experience of struggling to say no and the clients I work with, I have a hypothesis and I believe we struggle to say no because we take things on a case by case basis rather than viewing the requests or the asks or the invites in the context of the commitment to our mission, our vision, our work. And as an example of this, and we spoke about it a little bit in last week's episode, if a request comes in that let's say is an ask for a coffee because they want your advice, they want your help. You might be available at the time that they've offered. However, you still have the choice as to whether you spend that time, let's say that hour, on meeting up with that person, on giving your advice, giving your help. And even then I can feel a bit edgy, right? Because it's like, we're humans, we should help. But actually, that hour could also be spent working on your focus, fearlessly focusing on what you're working on and moving forward at the moment. And so if we see that request on a case-by-case basis, you might look at the request at the time they've asked for of the fact that you are technically available at that point and you could say yes, right? You could feel you should say yes to that request because on the case-by-case basis, you could help, you could give that hour. However, if you were to say that you are fearlessly focused on launching a new project, on getting something out there, and you know you need every hour possible 
to reach that launch, to create that project, do that piece of work, in the context of your commitment to that project, you could see that hour as something you would say no to, to spending it giving your advice or even helping. I know it feels edgy to say that we wouldn't help. Or you could say yes to harnessing that hour to complete your project, to move it forward in a meaningful way. And so when we look at it like that, doesn't it feel so much easier to say no? Because actually saying no is secondary to saying yes to our focus, to our mission, our vision, the things that we are creating and bringing into the world. And I think so often the reason we don't make the progress that we want to make is because we spread ourselves too thin, because we fear saying no. But yet if we allow ourselves to look at everything we might say yes or no to through the lens of our vision, does this serve our vision, then it becomes so much easier to say no to something that doesn't serve that, at least in this moment. So that no that you give to the person requesting your advice, requesting your help, might not be a never, but it might be a not now. Because your focus, your time, of which is limited, right? We all have limited time, is in service of your vision, of the thing that you are creating. And I wanted to share here a little anecdote because a while ago, God, probably like a few years ago now, when I first moved back from San Francisco, I reached out to a founder in London just to get coffee, right? I had no agenda, which is my bad, because really, if I was asking for their time, I should have really been going with some some purpose other than just meeting up with them. But I reached out to them. I didn't know them previously, but they were doing something really cool, really meaningful. And I just wanted to connect with somebody that felt that they were seeking meaning as well. And I had just moved back from San Francisco to London. So I was trying to sort of, I guess, reignite the people that I knew in in the tech scene or like, you know, sort of just people I knew in London, to be honest. And so I reached out to them asking for coffee or seeing if, you know, inviting them to coffee, right? So I was making the request. And actually what they came back with, and I'm going to paraphrase this now, but there is one phrase that I know is still the same because it landed with me so strongly that their no, oh God, it felt so good. I know that's so weird to say, but it felt such a good no to receive because it sparked in me a sense that I could say no to because their phrase that they used was I am wholeheartedly focused on the mission at the moment and so I'm not meeting people for coffee. Can I be helpful in any other way? Right, again, paraphrasing the rest of it, but wholeheartedly focused, oh, that stayed with me. And I thought my immediate response where when I think we, stepping back into us for a minute, when we fear saying no, we fear it because we feel guilty, we don't want to seem mean, we don't want to be a bit of a knob, but that individual that said no to my coffee request all I felt towards them was massive respect. Like I was inspired by their no, even though obviously it meant I didn't get the coffee. Oh, they gave me such a bigger gift to actually feel empowered and excited to say no going forward and to be inspired by how wholeheartedly focused they were on their mission that I thought, bloody hell, I want a bit of that. I want to be so focused on what I'm working on and what I'm hoping to serve people with that I say no to things that aren't in service of that focus. And so I wanted to share that because I think if we fear saying no, because we fear what people think, like that's the core of it, right? We fear that they'll get our no 
And rather than feeling inspired like I was and is still, and that was years ago, this was like back in 2017, and it's still with me. So how epic is that? But what we fear instead is that that person's going to think something negative towards us because we're letting them down. We're saying no to their request. But actually, what a perspective shift if instead we know that by owning our no, it's inspiring them to do the same, exactly like that founder that I reached out to has done for me, literally to the point where I'm mentioning it in a podcast three years later. That's pretty impactful, right? So where are you holding back from saying no because you fear what the other person might think and maybe because you're making the assumption that by saying no, it's a negative for them? What if instead saying no gives them the same gift that that founder gave to me? And so let's look at how we can actually say no. And this might seem a little bit silly, but sometimes when we fear saying no, we can overthink it, right? We get a request, we want to say no, we know we want to say no, but we don't know how and we don't want to be rude. So we sit on it and then maybe it goes like weeks go by and then they follow up with us and we're like, oh shit, now I should really say yes because I'd like completely ghosted this person and it builds, right? We avoid saying no because it can be uncomfortable, but it doesn't have to be. So here's a little ABC to have in your back pocket the next time you want to say no. The A is to acknowledge. So this might be, thank you for reaching out. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for asking me to fill in the blank. We're acknowledging their request and that they've asked us, which is a lovely thing. Then B is for boundary. So then what we're gonna do, like the founder did with me, is state our boundary. And this doesn't have to be specific towards their request, but like the founder, I'm wholeheartedly focused on the mission. So that lets me know that it's not just me. I mean, it could have been, doesn't matter. But like, you know, it's not just me receiving the no, it's anything that doesn't serve their focus on that mission. Then for C, we've got counter or close. So if we want to counter their request, and I believe, going back to, again, that email from the founder, they then said, can I be helpful over email? So they're saying no to the request of a coffee, which is a much more time-heavy ask, but then making a counter to still be helpful, or at least offer to be helpful. Or what they also could have done, which again, well within the right of wholeheartedly focusing on their mission, is just close it down. Maybe something like, I hope to see you at a future event instead, or I hope to cross paths serendipitously in the future. Something like that, right? Where you're politely closing it down. So to recap, we've got the acknowledgement. Thank you for fill in the blank, reaching out, asking me this, getting in touch about that. The boundary, I'm not fill in the blank at the moment, or I'm from the positive framing, I'm focused on this at the moment. So I'm saying no to fill in the blank, coffees, meetups. Then we've got the counter offering an alternative. Can I be helpful over email? Can I direct you to someone that could help? Can I link you to this? You know, whatever would be helpful based on the context or closing it down. And it's funny because even as I say these, they can feel really 
odd, right? It can feel odd to kind of be this, not clinical, but, you know, sort of focused with our time and saying no, because yes, these are humans on the other side of these requests. But if we say yes to everything, we're really saying no to how we could best spend our time. And again, if we say yes, based on case by case, we're saying no to committing wholeheartedly to our vision. And this is only if you feel that you're saying a lot of yeses when you want to be saying no, right? This doesn't have to be a way of living unless you want it to be, good for you. But also I think the powerful shifts that I've experienced about saying no, as I look back really over the last few years, is one, that it doesn't have to be a negative, that it can inspire others to say no in their lives too and to wholeheartedly focus. And two, it feels bloody good. Like it feels good to say no to the things that we don't actually want to do. And that's the key here is that these are things we're saying no to because deep down we don't want to actually do them. It doesn't mean we have to say no across the board. We can still say yes to things that we want to do that fill us with excitement and joy or serve our purpose and our mission. But for the things that we feel we should say yes to that really deep down would be a no if we can get past and free ourselves from the fear of what they might think or that they might feel a no as a negative, saying no feels really good in service of our focus and how we want to spend our time. And so we can give ourselves permission in service of the life that we want to build to say no to the shoulds, to create the space and freedom to say yes to the things that really set our souls on fire. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope by sharing the ABC, the acknowledge, the boundary and the counter or close, that even if it feels unnecessary, right, it can feel like, well, I know how to say no. Sometimes just building that muscle of having something that is a bit more go-to in the back pocket, we're less caught on the hoof, right? We're less caught, caught short when we're out and asked to do something that we weren't expecting or rather than ignoring the email because we don't know how to politely say no or we don't want to let them down, we can reframe our nose away from being a negative to being something that inspires others to say no and say yes to focus in their life. Let me know. If you use the ABC, I would love to hear how it goes and how you feel saying no over on Instagram where I'm at Jess Ratcliffe or in the Facebook group, which you'll find the link to in the show notes of this episode. Either way, I would so love to hear how it goes, owning your nose. That sounds like the one on your face, doesn't it? But you know what I mean, you've got this and I'll see you next time. 